With social media being so massive and distracting these days, these concepts, I think every person should live by. How are you, Dustin? Doing well. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. I, I am really so it. excited for you to be here. And we will be discussing one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. You are somebody who can be perceived as this gringo and mm. you are a light of Spanish influence. Yeah, yeah. Really fell in love with Latin cultures, Hispanic culture, and uh, started traveling in college, studied abroad, found my way to Latin America. Argentina specifically, and now here we are. Hablo castellano, hablo en español, en Argentina. Wow, Spanish, de todo, de todo. <laughs> and what about Argentina kept you there? What called you there? Yeah, Argentina. Um, so I'm a really big fan of mixes. I, I like collaboration, bringing people together, and then something that is new that comes from that. Yeah. And I found Argentina to be really unique in a, in a sense that you know a lot of it had a lot of its earlier settlers from Europe, Spain, Italy, big in Italy. And so that influence uh, is very much apparent in their language and how they speak and their accent. Um, you know, there's a, this Italian flow and, and musicality to it. And yeah. I found that to be really, really interesting and uh, attractive and just different, you know, and I really yes, like that. So for sure. that was the initial kind of love for Argentina and then their passion and they're just really fun people. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a long history with them. I love that. So to the most Hispanic gringo that I know, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, Dustin Luke, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, grew up in the States. Uh, first language is English, but after traveling and in college, found my way to Latin America, fell in love with Hispanic culture, specifically Argentine culture. And I'm a content creator mm -hmm. and everything that I do works to bring people together. I have this saying, it's like, más puentes menos muros. To build more bridges, less walls culturally. Uh, and that's pretty much what I stand for. Wow, that's powerful. Thank you for being a pioneer of that movement. It yeah. is definitely much needed at the end of the day. We're the United States of America, not the divided states. Yeah, exactly. So bringing that union together is is powerful. Yeah, Latino culture is, is de moda. It's, 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 it's trending, it's popular, it's famous. And then, you know, being here in Miami... This is, I could perfectly live my two <laughs> lives in Miami. Literally. I can, I can live my Spanish-speaking life and my English-speaking life perfectly. Yes. So that's why this place is awesome. And welcome. Welcome to so this beautiful be paradise. And just being able to lead and mix those cultures together is really, really powerful. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome being here because I get to see a lot of diversity in Latin culture. Mm -hmm. uh, where before it was like specific Argentina or I lived right. there, right? But here I get to, right. you know, running into all different, uh, like, cultures and people from different places learning a lot of different dialects and phrases and sayings starting to get into dancing salsa bachata. Eso, we'll yeah, get into so, that later yeah, yeah. so i'm I having a good it. time here what made you choose the four agreements yeah the four agreements this book is just so beautifully simple i think these mm -hmm. points that it makes in this book are, are timeless um and i think that these are concepts that if taught especially to children early childhood education to me is fascinating because I think that if you have the right mindset, if, if you follow certain principles, you can live free, you can control your reality. You can live this quote unquote heaven on earth. And the four agreements talks about that. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I try to live by it and constantly be reminded by these concepts because I think that, you know, and, and everyone can benefit from that. It's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about like what's up here and, and, and what you believe to be true your belief system. And if it's 
aligned and it's correct, then you can you can live free. And I hope everyone can can you know be influenced that way. In the chapter, don't take things personally. Mm-hmm. There's a line that says misery loves company. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. And I think that uh, when it comes to misery, it's like uh, this. That's why this book is so good because like going back to the idea of of m- like personal freedom. You get to choose if you want to be living in this misery. You get to uh, decide if this is exactly how you want to kind of like manifest your life. It's like, oh, I, there, there was a time in my life where I was so negative. I was so, I sabotaged everything I said. I was like, oh, I'm not good at this. This is uh, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like soaked and bathed in that, you know? Um, and, you know, you're telling people and you make other people feel sorry for you and you just, you know, that's not kind of really the way to live. You want to ultimately keep a positive perspective and and move forward. How do you get out of negative self-talk? Because I've been working on this for so many years. I, I just, I, I, like I said, it was like I was saying before with negative self-talk, I, I tend to, to, to catch myself doing so. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is I say like, is, is this truly how it is? Is this, is this who I am? Does this represent me? Um, maybe I, I don't feel like I'm the best at certain X thing, uh, but that's okay because I am at a certain level and I can only get better, you know? Um, just keep working at it, keep being exposed to it, keep it on the forefront of your mind and, and you'll, you'll get through it. You know, one of the hardest things I think anyone could do is learn a second language, especially as an adult is what I did. I learned Spanish. That's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life-changing, life-changing. Um, actually, before I forget, there's this old Czech proverb that says, if you speak multiple languages, you live multiple lives. If you speak only one language, you live only one life. And I wow. truly believe that. I think that I have this whole world and life in the Spanish-speaking realm of earth that allows me to connect with the culture, be with the people, and go to a whole part of our world and a whole part of the map that I would say most of my family and, and, and colleagues from the United States don't have that luxury. And so being able to connect with, with Spanish speakers uh, is incredible. But to your point, what I was getting at is as you're learning a language, it's one of the most embarrassing things, you know, especially as an <laughs> yes. adult, you know, yes. yeah. <laughs> you can relate, you can relate to this, um, you know, and you have to just kind of look past that and know that, it, you know, the, the simple fact that you're putting forth this effort to learn another language and just even say one thing, it could be one thing that you say at the right moment that you get all the points for it goes really far and just really live and, and, and uh, feed off of that that like one little win that you have with the language and keep going with it. But I said so many things that were incorrect and embarrassing over the years, but I knew, I just knew that it's all good. This is just part of the process. You just keep going. I, I will say it was hard. It was hard to imagine I would, I would be fluent one day. Uh, it was just, it was just like, it was hard to, to understand that concept, but. What's been your most embarrassing moment learning a new language? <laughs> <laughs> I already feel it. I mean, you know, I, considering my personality, I, I'm, you know, in general, not the type to be, uh, you know, to, to, 
tener vergüenza, to be embarrassed, sí. you know? I just kind of would say things and just, yeah, I would also try to pull the gringo card because I'm like, oh, I'm a gringo, mm. no entendí, no yeah. entiendo. I don't understand. Um, but uh, <laughs> there was a time when I was sitting with my uh, friend and his family. They live in Tijuana. And they live in this like really nice house in Tijuana, which is a, 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 a beautiful experience I had. And they were really good friends with the the local church, and they invited the priest over to have Sunday like brunch. And we were talking, and um, I was talking to them about my experience in Spain, study abroad, where I I, I ran with the bulls. I did this experience. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was saying that uh, you know, there's a point where people are running up and like, um, you know, uh. There are people, it was kind of like this tradition, which now that I think about it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but people are going up and they're like smacking the bull, like on its, on its ass, on its behind. Yeah. Right. And I, and I'm telling this story in Spanish, the whole family's listening, the priest is right there. And instead of saying like on his trasero, like a nice way on his behind, you know, in Spanish, I said, y, y, y le pegué en su culo. And then the whole the whole family, you know, I didn't I didn't even know. I just thought it was like that's how you say it. Yeah. And the whole family was like, bah! and they lost it. And uh, you know, it was all good because you know I, I no, the gringo no entiende, he doesn't understand or whatever. Yeah. Um. But that that day I learned that uh, you can't just say the word culo in front of right. Anyone. And it depends. It depends yeah. who you're speaking to, who's around. Some words are more vulgar than others. Mm. I have a really funny story. Mm. I was dating a guy from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. I was 18 years old and I went to go visit his family. And I'm over there speaking Spanish. So I go, mira ese, mira ese bicho. And for me, <laughs> in, as a Cuban, mm -hmm. mira ese bicho is look at that bug. Like look yeah, at that yeah, cucaracha, yeah. look at the cockroach, look at the bug, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden they all go like this. <gasps> and I go, what? They go, do you know what bicho is? I go, yeah, a bug. They go, no, bicho for us is yeah, yeah. <laughs> a male's private part. Yeah. And I go, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm over here thinking that Spanish across the board is all the same, like English is, and it's very different within different cultures. So that was something at an early age that I realized because being born and raised in Miami around a lot of Cubans, our Spanish is pretty much similar for the most part. Mm. But when you start traveling to other countries, you really start realizing how different Spanish is within itself. Yeah, the dialect changes so much and you're like, wait, what? How is it that they're saying this versus this over here? Yes. But I like, I, I love those opportunities. I think they're really funny and I think it, it's, uh, it's a, it goes along with, you know, I think Hispanics are, are hilarious. I think the humor and Hispanic culture is incredible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you start playing around with words, especially different dialects, um, you can have a good time. Yeah, be, it gets to be, be fun. Funny. Yeah. How have you been able to bridge the American culture with the Hispanic culture? Yeah, this, again, this is what I stand for. This is everything that I've wanted. Um, currently, for example, um, I am basically putting on these events. Uh, they are Argentinian events, parties. And I'm doing this with my US-based audience. So, Argentinos living in the United States or Latinos living in the United States or anyone really, people dating or people who are somehow connected with the culture. Uh, and I've been doing this for over a year now. We've done about 13, 14 events in all like major cities, New York, Miami, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, L.A. 
And the, just the simple fact that I'm able to bring this culture that I call my second home, Argentina, put on an event that the music is right, the theme is right, everything is Argentinian, and, and be able to place that into the United States, my home country, first language, and allow for anyone within the United States, within the Hispanic culture community, anyone to come in and, and be exposed to that and enjoy that and feel that, you know? Yeah. I think it's really cool to be able to turn to someone and be like, hey, there's this Argentinian party. Let's go to that. You know, mm -hmm. I bet most people wouldn't even know what that's even about. And right. so uh, it was it was my dream to to be in the States, create my own, uh, you know, Latino Argentinian bubble and be able to travel around and and uh, give people a place to bring their loved ones, mm -hmm. their seres uh, queridos to an event that's so dear to them, so far away from home, which is Argentina, and be able to, uh, you know, celebrate their culture uh, in, in their home away from home. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that. And then it's just, you know, being able to make comments. Most of my content is in Spanish, but when I do, you know, do it in English, um, I try to, for example, some, some really popular content that I'm doing these days is interviewing people on the streets. I've been doing a lot of it in Brickle. Um, where I will come across a, a, a Hispanic mm -hmm. and I'll, you know, I'll kind of say like, Hey, you know, can I, can I interview you uh, for TikTok or Instagram, whatever? Cause at first they're like, mm, what is yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, it's all my content is about a gringo who wants to learn about, you know, Latino, Hispanic culture, you know? So we start out and I, the idea through fun series of questions, sometimes flirty, just, you know, funny and is is to understand a little bit more about their culture. Teach me about your culture, you know? Yes. What's the what's the what's your favorite dish? What's a dish from your country that if you had to use that one dish to make someone fall in love with you, what would that be? So they're all yeah. like, "Oh." And then they get really intense with they're like, "Oh, that one dish would be or you know, uh give me that expression that I would have to say if I met someone who's from, you know, Puerto Rico or mm -hmm. Argentina or whoever, what would be that one expression that I would need to say to them to win them over, be it friendship or, you know, whatever. Um, and then, uh, so I'm showing a lot of interest and I'm teaching in English about this culture, this random person that I'm interviewing. And then I, I switch to Spanish, catch them off guard. The interview changes, goes into, goes into Spanish. And so it's a bilingual interview where I get to showcase a culture and do it in the United States. And these videos are, are, are doing really well. Wow. And, and, and on top of that, I'm reaching new audiences that I've never reached before. And more importantly, I've already had several people come up to me and say, thank you. And this, like most people aren't talking about my culture in English. There's not a lot of English made content about my culture and the things that we say and do. And thank you. This is incredible. And so to me, that's like, it's those, it's everything. Wow, that's so powerful. Yeah. Have you dated a Latina? Yes. How's that been? <laughs> <laughs> I love the smile on your face. Yes, I have dated a Latina. Uh, I mean, I'm more attracted to Latinas. I, uh, you know, um, I just, I like that sazon. I like that spice. You got you that know? flavor, baby. Yes. Um, and it was good. It was, all, it was always really, really good. You know, there's like a really, really good connection just because, you know, usually they're caught off guard by the fact that like, oh, you know, you're from the States. You, your first language is English. Like, what? what you know um and and i guess i always the the response i always get is just you know the fact that you've shown so much dedication and interest into my culture 
just like makes me feel really comfortable with you and it shows a little bit more of your uh like intentions and dedication and uh you know but with latinas man you gotta you gotta be you gotta be on guard you gotta be ready <laughs> you know you gotta treat them like a reina you know yeah like it's a like a queen but i you know i'm a I, I like to play i like to dance i like to uh you know just that that's kind of like my personality in general and and i feel like with latinas i i can open up more and i can be like loose and yeah, and they'll free. understand it and um you know so see i mean encanta las latinas yeah, yeah. <laughs> are there any cultural differences you've had to overcome with dating latinas um yeah i think so i mean look when it comes to for example jealousy mm. uh you know i felt like i've i've <laughs> I felt like I've dealt with more jealousy with Latinas than with, you know, uh, girls from the United States, for example. Uh, notice how I said girls from the United States. Most Latinos are from the United, from Argentina will always get on to me like, if you say American, we're American too, you know, because we're from South America. So, ojo, I had to learn that actually. Oh, that was a, that wow. was like a big deal for me. It's like, you know, I'd be, they're like, where are you, where are you from? Whatever. I'm like, I'm American. They're like, yo también soy americana or soy americana. I'm like, oh, well, technically this is true. Wow. You know? I never even thought of it like that. Yeah. You just taught me that. So they, they adjusted the way I speak, which is really, really interesting. Yes. But I have my points to make with all that. But anyway, the point is, is that when, when comparing, you know, dating Latinas or Americans or whatever, I, you know, I found that there was like a little bit more maybe a little bit more jealousy happening within you know latino com community yeah and, and just more passion you know but you know i i i like that yeah i like that i'll stick with that yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. stay tuned to see yeah. to see where it leads you yeah. i love it what's your heaven on earth uh heaven on earth is just kind of following through with what i'm actually doing right now which is you know bridging these two gaps these two worlds that i hold dearly spanish-speaking world english-speaking world and uniting and and having all the people that i resonate resonate with involved somehow and yeah. and seeing them often talking to them and and i guess inspiring others to seek out to other cultures and do the same what's your tattoo yeah this tattoo ayakipo uh i'm really glad that you asked about this um this is a phrase that i learned in argentina um argentinians being so passionate uh, so much fun just like the affection with Argentinian culture yeah. is, you know, Latinos in general, but Argentinians, man, you know, this is the first time in Argentina uh, where, you know, it was, it was kind of chocante. It was hard for me to accept at first where, you know, when guys greet, they have this like Italian way of greeting where they touch cheeks and they're like, I would ask. So, you know, like, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that, you know, but uh, as time went on, I started to understand like, Hey, this is all out of love. Let's, let's embrace, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's be passionate and love one another. And so Argentinians, when it comes to celebration and when it comes to um, pushing someone to to be better, mm -hmm. they're so good at this. Yeah. And anytime there's a group situation and that group starts to kind of vibe, be on a buena onda, you might hear an Argentinian say, ay, equipo. Like, ay, equipo. And then everyone in unison is just like, ay, equipo, say, te quiero. Mm. And that moment is super special to me because it's when there is the perfect group cohesion. It's like the moment when this happens, this phrase is thrown out there and it only solidifies and makes the cohesion even better because everyone's like vocally 
being impeccable with their words, expressing right. their love and their their unity with one another in that moment. Right. Aikipo. And so I love this concept ever since I've gotten this tattoo, which is my only tattoo. Mm. 